welcome to the RylaCast, the official podcast of Camp Ryla, District 5810. My name is Greg Tupper. Sitting across the table from me is the man they call Josie, Andrew Utz. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Greg. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. And it's not just because you're here. Oh, good. But we have not one. No? But two very special guests joining us on today's podcast. Who are they? Me and you. Oh. Oh. Oh, aside from that, though. Also, we are joined in something that we just kind of planned on the fly and didn't really think was going to happen. We're joined by the original Ryla Dan crew. Ooh. It's John Warder and Tyler Chris. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks for having us. Let's just say, let's just say, we're not the original Riley Dan crew. We got to, we got to give pay our dues to uh, Jeff Egger. Oh, you got He was know. a part of the Riley Dan crew before he knew it was a Riley Dan crew. But yes, it's a pleasure to be. Here. It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you for Man, having us. Thanks for you've got a very NPR voice. <laughs> That's that's you because you said you you just said you're like well thank you very much I, I, I gotta say yeah your your charisma changed in a in a, in a well, way I've a never seen it before be it's like the the red light goes on and suddenly the the things cha- everything changes for Tyler Chris you're looking live at Tyler Chris on the Riley Cat sorry I it's not, thought I had like a whole thing it's, it's not live though no. this is I want to be clear this is this is recorded so we can edit that okay, Greg good. you've got headphones on what do I sound like you sound like you. Okay. That's what you always sound like. This is not good for NPR, huh? This is, um... (laughs) (laughs) Kind of walked right into that one. (laughs) I mean, there are some stations that I think your voice would play on. You know what I mean? (laughs) Mostly ASMR stations. (laughs) All right. Hey, that's kind of big right now. We're going to get into your career here in a moment. Have you ever done an ASMR video? (sighs) Man. What does ASMR stand for? Audio Audio symmetry... Mechanical rhythm. You're listening to live coverage of me this. looking this up. And, ASMR, and Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Um, you could have given me 100,000 guesses. I wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah. I, I, have you considered that as a career path? I have not considered it as a career path. Have I considered it as a video? Yes, I have. Okay. One time at my previous job, we uh, were going to do an ASMR for cats video. <laughs> 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 and we had a whole script written out, and it was like basically just like a bunch of little cat toys. And like <laughs> <laughs> what I love is that we are definitely going to re- request or like uh, recommend this podcast to like people who are unfamiliar with Ryland, unfamiliar with us, and they'll be like, "What nonsense am I listening <laughs> there to?" There you go. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us on this the Rylacast, the official podcast of Camp Ryla District Fifty Eight Ten. Here in a minute, we're going to be talking with the aforementioned John Warder uh, about. Uh, uh, his job, his Ryla story, all of his life. We're going to do a deep dive into, into John Warder's scene. But first, Josie, John Warder, you chose a word for us, right? I did, per your instructions. Don't tell him that. That ruins the... <laughs> oh, oh. That ruins the... But the, how, would well, I, how would I have known to choose a word? Well, I don't know. You might have just... You're a we might, listener. You're yeah, an avid you're listener. An avid I, listener I do listen podcast. sometimes. I do listen on, on, that the, is on the, the occasion. That is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Um... <laughs> We so the the word you chose was creativity. I think it's a it's a pretty good word for you. Well, thanks, man. Big surprise, you know. Yeah, it was. You know. <laughs> I don't get it. Step out, John. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I liked a lot of the words on that list. There's there's there was two that I was really debating. This is the one I went with. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. I like this word. And so, as is tradition around here on the podcast, now Josie has to talk about creativity as it relates 
to leadership. Oh. And so here, with something to think about, everybody, clear out, clear out. We're okay. getting ISO. We're doing the ISO play, all right? He's the LeBron James of this podcast. Oh, wow. It's Andrew Josietz. Well, thank you, Greg. Yeah, when I was preparing to... Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Was that your phone? That was my phone. I leaned against it. and uh, Was that Siri? That was Siri. Siri just made him... tell us about creativity. Um, no, when I was thinking about the big segment for creativity, it didn't quite occur to me that I would have to do the segment with John Warder. Oh, no. Here. It's pressure. Yeah. So, creativity. Uh, Josie I've, is sweating. Just... <laughs> Profusely, yeah, we, can, we can get you some water. It's like airplane. <laughs> yeah, I need to rehydrate. Um, so nobody knows what it is. I'm just going to start it out. Is it a is it a talent? Is it a skill? Technical skill? What is this creativity? It, it's kind of hard to define. I'm seeing a lot of like nods and just a. I think blank you, stare I think you have to. Pepper. Are you looking for a definition from us? I think, I, <laughs> yeah, I, buddy. Initially, I wasn't, but uh, but reading the room, so. I'll, uh, I'll give you a little bit more lead-in. So this, this idea of creativity, um, it, I found it hard to quantify. And, and it, it means so many different things for so many different people. Like, for example, John's idea of creativity uh, may not be my idea of creativity. Um, and the same thing with Tyler and, and Greg. And so uh, I've got a couple different words written down. Um, but wanted to throw that out to you guys about what is create is it a is it a definable characteristic? I think it's I think it I get the feeling that it's something that everyone's born with a certain amount, some more than others. But then it's a matter of nurturing that into like you can ignore it and it'll just be that same amount, or you can grow. It feels like a like a plant. I think creativity is like an onion. You're absolutely mm. right, Greg. Mm, that's excellent. It is like a plant. It's like an onion. onion. It's layered, dude. I mean, at the root of, I think the root of all of us, we are, we are, we are created people, whether you want to look at it from a, however you want to look at it, whether you believe in God or you don't, we were all created in some way, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the root of who we are. Wow. Hmm. And we're all creating something constantly, you know, you're creating blood in your body, you know, whether you think you're creating or not, you are, you're creating <laughs> some carbon dioxide right now. Or creating podcasts. Or cre- you're creating podcasts. So I mean, you're totally right, though, Josie. Like it does. It, there are a ton of different definitions for it, but I think it's just because there's so many different ways to look at it. It's, it's so it is very layered. It can be something that you know you make a video, you make a podcast, or it can just literally be, you know, what you do at work or a connection that you make with somebody. Like you're creating a connection with a person, like a friendship or a relationship. Like that's create creating in a way. So it's it's uh, there's a lot of levels to it. It's like an onion. It's like an onion. Mm. I'm glad uh, I'm glad you answered that way. Um, so I hear I hear words like it is a talent, but it also can be a developable skill, and it has layers. And maybe you don't know all of the layers to begin with. It's like a a never ending onion, if you will. So I think creativity and leadership is very important, uh, and and I do believe that it's uh, you you're born with a certain amount. Um, and if that amount is none, you can still develop creativity over time. I'm doing a lot of motions with my hands. Yeah, I like that. But uh, but people, on the their problem phones, is, this is an audio medium. Yeah, so uh, I'll just keep doing. That's good. Things with my hands. You're doing great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of nodding. Going there's a lot of on. nodding. Yes. <laughs> um, so I was uh, I wrote down Forbes article because on a lot of times on these podcasts. 
uh, Greg will throw out, like, I was reading the Harvard Business Review, and I was like, man. Dude, don't ruin the next podcast. I just read the nutrition facts on Frosted Flakes. So I Googled (laughs) Forbes article, but I didn't actually cite my sources for where I got this creativity. Uh, So we're just going to go with what said by me, also Michael Scott. Love it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So in leadership, uh, if you want to end somewhere different, you've got to do something different. And that that is is where creativity starts. So in order to, to – if you're maybe listening to this podcast and kind of freaking out like I'm not a creative person. Oh, my gosh. What do I do? What do I do? And just, just do something different. Just jump out of your normal routine and just try something new. And if you think about how many things that we do every day that we would do differently when forced to do that. Um, I listened to a podcast and they had uh, Tim Harford on who's a, an economist from the UK. And he said mm. he, he cited a, an international economist. An international economist. Mm, wow. uh, he a highfalutin cited, podcast you're listening to. Goodness. I'm just throwing out big words to make it sound <laughs> like I got a lot behind this creativity <laughs> thing. Um, and he cited uh, there was an issue on the subway um, that shut down the subway for a 48-hour period and forced commuters to go a different route. Well, uh, a not-so-insignificant minority, uh, when the subway was opened, decided to stay on that other route that they had chosen for whatever reason. Maybe it was quicker for them, better, more relaxing. And and that kind of launched into the idea of how much stuff do we do on a daily basis just because it's what we've always done. Right? Oh, my right. gosh. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Like my whole day. <laughs> right. And, and you don't really know uh, – that there's a different way until you're forced to think that way. So mm-hmm. in order to foster creativity, I challenge people to to force themselves out. Don't wait for an outside kind of third party to force you to think a different way. Um, we watched that video. I, I think we still do at camp where it's, it's like a two and a half minute video about the degree of water. You know, water doesn't boil at 211, but it boils at 212, that one degree, that one little difference. Um, so that's what I think uh, is really necessary in developing your leadership skills in this creativity sphere is just trying to do something different. Mm-hmm. So I challenge in wrapping up this big segment, everybody to, everybody to just do something a little different. Knock yourself out of the routine. Do you know what's funny? What? We were... Before we started this podcast, we were thinking about how we could do po- we could do this podcast the way that we always do, which is that we record the interview, and then after you guys have all left, we record the first segment and the third segment. Yeah. But we chose the more creative route. Look we chose that. something different. We did it. Did we you did feel it. forced to do that? Or yes, was this? Oh. I did. <laughs> Tyler. We did. We did, did you see Tyler? Down. Tyler grabbed me by the collar and threw me up against the wall and said, I'm going to be on this podcast. I know. These t-shirts right. that were on your <laughs> wall are now no, on the ground. can't edit anything. <laughs> uh, excellent. Thanks, Josie. That is Thanks, great. Greg. All right. So normally we'd take a break and then I'd play some bumper music before we go to uh, our interview. So do, 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 Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> mm, so pretend that we just had like a nice commercial break there. Oh, Josie. Oh, Greg. We have a, a, a tendency here on this podcast to, um, to book guests who are, um, have a personality to them, right? Mm-hmm. Sadly, the only person who is available for this podcast and here to interview with us is Tyler Chris. And I know he's got some questions teed up. Yes. But ladies and gentlemen, please welcome in the Lord of the Interwebs. Uh-uh. 
It's John Warder. Yay! Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Do you live online? How online would you say you on, are? On oh, the gosh, line? I do not live online. No. You don't think you're you don't think you're do you think you're more online than the than the average person? Um hmm. I don't think so because I think that there's a lot of people that are younger than me and there's a lot of young people. There are that boost up that average. So I don't think I I don't th- I think I'm maybe above average to like people that are around my age. Mm-hmm. But um but I think more and more people are getting online. All right. So, John Warder. Yes, sir. We will start this interview, as we always do, by asking about your Ryla story, about how in the heck you ended up at a place like this doing a podcast with a bunch of yeah. jackals like us. No, I mean, uh, well, first of all, it's super cool that you are doing this podcast. It's awesome, like, seeing how much Ryla continues to develop, um, and this is another one of those examples. Uh, my Ryla story, 2008, my dad was part of the Rotary Club, and was like, yo, you should you should be part of this camp. I was like, Dad, I don't want to go. Um, just because my summers were filled with summer camps. I love summer camps. Live for summer camps. Church camp, band camp. Yeah, I did go to band camps, theater camps, all that sort of stuff. And I just like, this is another excuse just to like get out of the house and I don't necessarily want to do this. But thankfully I had a friend that went the year before me and told me a few things. The only thing I really actually remember him telling me was about the cars. About like, mm. that's the first thing that happens <laughs> is you get pulled out of the car. I was like, all right, well, if this guy says it's fun, I'll check it out. And I ended up going, and it was the best decision I've ever made. It's just, it, it really is, and I'm I'm so thankful that my dad wanted me to be part of it. Um, and yeah, it's just absolutely a part of my everyday life, and I've been coming back every year since. Why? Like, what, what, what is it about the program, do you think, that keeps you coming back? Uh, I mean, I think that it's rooted in a lot of really good ideas, and it's also rooted in letting people bring on new ideas, like, like this right here. Um, and I think also, number one is, is for sure the people. Um, and it really is amazing just how, how many people continue to come back whether it's actually at camp or just be involved in some way i think that's one of my favorite parts is just just getting to see see all the people that are involved in it what are they doing in their lives um and then also getting to kind of like bring in a whole new crew of people to keep keep this thing growing so it's for sure the people so you said something in your Ryla story that you you use things from Ryla every day. Mm-hmm. So what are what are one or two tools that you use from Ryla every day? I think how I collaborate with people. Um, so you know, I chose the word creativity because I ended up I end up making a lot of things, and that's um, you know. So you end up like wanting to bounce ideas off other people, and I really I think one of the things you learn at Ryla is is how to work in a group and you know not you know your ideas aren't always going to be the right ideas and there's a lot of times where you can hear some a, a new fresh perspective um, and so I think that that's one thing I always welcome like other people's ideas I always I always welcome people's opinions um, because I think that there's always a different perspective different point of view that I'm, I'm not always catching and it always helps d- develop the idea um, so that's for sure one of them, the collaboration aspect. Um, and then, I mean, another part of it is it really is like ingrained in a lot of parts of my life. Like I, I work with Sly, who's longtime camp camper or camp staff member. He and I are working on Donate and Dare, which is a, a fun little project that we're doing to raise money for charity. Um, 
uh, you know, sometimes I get freelance work with Mish. Uh, you know, she has her own production company. So, like, it, those are just two examples right there, but very much real examples that are part of my everyday life that help help me put food on my table and all that sort of stuff. So it's, um, yeah, it's it's really become a big, big, huge part of my life. So why don't you tell people what you do? Like we've kind of glossed over that. Uh, what, what, yeah, what, I, th- I think we've kind of assumed that you know you're the you're probably aside from Dana probably the number two celebrity at Ryla. So That's, like, why don't you uh, tell people what it yeah. is that you do? Uh, yeah, everyone's nodding. I, I, I know it's audio think, media. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think if that would push over if Dana would be number two, but oh no, yeah. no, 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 it's Dana, it's Dana one. He's the world's greatest. It's, da- it's Dana yeah. one, right? The world's greatest. We're all fighting for second. But wh- hey, Terry, tell me you got you a blue check mark on Twitter, dude. Tell me, why don't you tell me? Why don't you? Why don't you why don't, this isn't about me. Why don't you tell me? Why, why don't you tell me what you do? Is it meaningless? Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. uh, well, yeah. actually, there was. So this is a side note, but there was like a mural in Los Angeles where they would only let people with blue check marks go take a photo and like a selfie in front of if they had. So in LA, it means something, Greg. So you should maybe move to LA. Okay. You well, take a picture in front of a, a mural. I'm going to wait. <laughs> Just a th- just give a, th- give a thumbs up. Do you oh, know how I- easy it is to get verified? All you have to do is work at like a place that like. I work at a place. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying like like work seriously. If you work in like media and then like uh-huh. you say, hey, by the way, I, I'm a reporter, even though I'm not a reporter, then yeah. they'll verify you. That's it's, pretty cool. It's a lot. It's, it means nothing. So you you reached out. You reached out to. I, I applied. That's I applied. Cool. And I was I was verified. So anyway. Tell me about what you do. What do I do? I I, I don't know. I, I I like to make things. I like to make I like to make videos. Um, so I am a videographer, editor, creative producer. Um, right now, what's what's paying my bills is is freelance work. Um, so I end up working with uh, different different small little productions, helping out with like nonprofits and like creating promotional videos for them. Um, I've gotten to do some real estate videos, so that's that's kind of been a great avenue that I get to do, where it's like really forcing me to learn about my equipment and just how to work with with new different pe- new people. Freelance is is something that I was always scared of doing, and I started doing it in March of of 2019. Um, so that's the world that I'm in right now. I always make videos, but on the side, the thing that I really love to do is, is making YouTube videos for fun, um, stupid dance videos on Instagram. And you know, that doesn't pay me anything, but it's, it's a fun exercise. It's a fun activity for me to, to try things out. So I would say that I'm just a content creator, um, that occasionally gets paid content creator. That's it. I like that. I like that word Mm -hmm. phrase. Do you, you mentioned that like you're you're kind of venturing off and doing your own thing now, yeah. kind of, as as a freelancer. Can you take us through that decision? Because that yeah. that's a big leap. Oh man, yeah, it it it, it was. And uh, I, I lived in Los Angeles for five and a half years, um, and you know I wanted to go out there to make videos. I wanted to go out there to work in comedy, and I got to do that. I got to work for a talent agency, and um, was an assistant over there in the in the comedy department for stand-up comedians. So I got to learn a lot about business and just kind of how the industry works, and really how that's like the machine that runs everything. Um, then I got to move over to to work also in the production side over at Funnier Die. Then got laid off. What up, yo? Laid off club. 
It was kind of fun. Um, that doesn't but I, sound like fun. I'm going to be honest. It was not fun. No, I've never been laid off, so I... I, I I'm you know, a, it... I, it wasn't fun. Of course, it wasn't fun, and, and I also thought I was at my dream job, right? Um, and it, you know, it, it they ended up not working out, and uh, like two thirds of the company got gotten taken out. Um, but I learned a lot, and the, and because that situation happened, it brought me to I think like the most important job I've had in my career, which is getting to work at Mythical Entertainment, which was uh, Red and Link's company. There are these two YouTubers that had a a show have a show called Good Mythical Morning, and I ca- always call them like the Lewis and Clark of YouTube because they really kind of paved the way for for what YouTube is now. Like you see taste test videos, like those guys started that. Mm-hmm. Like eating gross foods, those guys started that. Like all these, you know, even epic rap battles. <laughs> those guys started that, you know, so, and so I got to work for those two dudes, and um, you know, I was at the very bottom of the barrel of that company. I was just the guy that was uploading videos, but I knew that I could edit videos, and I told them one of, that's one of the things I could do, and that eventually gave me a couple opportunities to mess around and, and do some editing. There's one opportunity came after another, and I ended up getting to like be in charge of their social media department and. Um, directing talent and creating and working with producers and other editors to make stuff that goes on all of our, our social channels. Uh, and so that was a lot of great experience. Um, and sometimes I had imposter syndrome cause I didn't feel like I completely knew all of my equipment, but I eventually decided, you know, this was, this was a great run, a great ride. And I got to meet so many people, but now I really want to try to force myself to learn. Uh, and the best way to do that is just jump off and go into the deep end. So I left California. I moved in with my parents in, uh, over in, in the Metroplex. And, um, so, and I started my own, got my own LLC and I've just kind of been working with clients and finally this past black friday got was able to pay like every dollar that i i earned not every dollar but you know every dollar that i used to buy new equipment i got was earned from these new gigs so it's been it's been a huge learning experience for me and and i love it and so it was just a a big challenge i did it because i wanted to challenge myself in a new way because i was starting to feel stale which is interesting because i was working at a company that was making viral content pretty much every day like how could that how could you ever feel stale at a place like that but but i was and i wanted a new challenge so i did that's what i did it's that that idea of, of being stale and you chose your word creativity um why did I, the stale has nothing to do with it. <laughs> uh, well, why did you choose that word? I, I chose it because I, I just think it's very ingrained in, in my life and like what I do. Um, and I think what I what I really enjoy about getting to make you know videos and whatnot is it's hopefully it's an opportunity to show other people like how how easy it is to like to try things to to experiment and um because i think what i was trying to get at a little bit earlier about how it's very much at the root of all of us like we are all constantly creating something whether you know it or not you're you're doing it and we all have the capability to create more um and so i i really like that word because it's i think it's an encouraging word i think it's it's a word that inspires people like you know thinking out of the box people will say that's creative thinking and a lot of times that's what in, inspires a lot of people in the workplace or or in your cabin at camp or in, in your family like these you know these creativity i think like i said inspires people and kind of gets people excited to to try something new to do something and get after it so yeah. We want to give you an opportunity, as we do with all of our guests, to plug something. Oh, Just, sorry. Was I too, was I talking too long, Greg? No. Oh, okay. 
Why would you? I don't know. I thought I was. I was maybe like talking. To, it was. Like it was a quick. It was a quick. Button. It was a hard we're stop. Playing, <laughs> no, we're playing. We're we're playing you off. There's like there's like soft <laughs> like soft classical music starts fading up and stuff like that. Yeah. No, we want to give you an opportunity to uh, to plug something. What, sure. Uh, is there something that uh, that you're passionate about? Something that you you you're really into at the moment that you want to tell people about? So I knew that you guys were going to ask this question because I've listened to a few episodes. <gasps> Yes. You're the guy. You're, You're the, the listener. listener. We found you. You guys got a few. <laughs> <laughs> we have two. Um, so I, I thought I, do, I wanted to think about it. I've come down to three things. <laughs> They'll be perfect. Quick. They'll be quick. No, why? It's uh, a podcast. Well, so you know, we're talking about creativity. So if you're interested in creativity and creative thinking, I would recommend a book. Mm. I do not read that often, but I whenever I do, I. I I really get into it, and this book called Creative Quest by Questlove. He's the drummer mm. in Jimmy Fallon's mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon's band, The Roots, on the Tonight Show, and The Roots. Um, so I would definitely check out Creative Quest. Uh, it's he ends up like interviewing and, and, and talking to a lot of other people, like even chefs and, and other musicians, and just different people that create a lot of different things, and, and understanding their their process. And there's a lot of things that you can relate to to yourself, and just you know, if you're stuck on an idea at work, whether however mundane you think whatever it is you're doing, there's a, a creative way to get out of that or to spice things up. So I would definitely recommend that book. Um, a movie I would Ooh. recommend. Ooh. Which I think is extremely creative, creative, and I was absolutely moved by was the film 1917, just nominated for Best Picture uh, and Cinematography, which is for good reason, because ha- has anybody in here seen this movie? I have not. No. Okay, run and see it, please, and see it in a movie theater, because uh, it is essentially... This is uh, Sam Mendes, right? Yes. Okay. And it's essentially one shot. They filmed a, I guess, two-hour movie in essentially one shot. There are a few cuts that happen, but you really – it doesn't feel like it, you know. And and that's what's insane is just imagining, like, how much collaboration had to be perfect and, and, and how much how – much, um, like, they basically dug out trenches that were a mile and a half long so they could do these one full shots. Jeez. And, you know, when they say action, and, like, you're watching this film, and you're like, what the heck? Like, it's been seven minutes, and we're still on this same camera angle. So you really feel in, in the situation with these these two soldiers that we're following. So I would definitely watch that with that perspective. And then finally, I have to, I have to plug what I'm doing for fun and it's my YouTube, my YouTube channel so check check it out John Warder I'm trying to do a weekly video every Wednesday um, each week has kind of a re, uh, each week of the month has a reoccurring theme um, and you know I'm just trying to be encouraging and goof around a little bit on there so it'd be awesome if you checked it out Tyler do you have any questions for our guests yeah I did have one trivia question for John oh, oh trivia okay question. Yeah, here we podcast. go John do you happen to know who the Dave Campbell's Texas football high school player of the year is for 2001 yeah actually uh, let me think about that mm-hmm. I'm looking around over here oh perfect right in my pocket uh, <laughs> I just so happen to have the player of the year class 5a Vincent Young quarterback award because you're a Texas guy right? I'm a Texas guy yeah you know what's um, interesting though? I wasn't a Texas guy whenever Vince Young won the national championship. I was a Red Raider, Texas Tech. All right, wreck him. Uh, but um, I'm now a Vince yeah. Young guy. So yeah, we were before <laughs> before we before we uh, came on the air. We were um, there the here at my offices, which is where we record to pull back the curtain completely on this podcast. Um, is uh, we have uh, Vince Young's 2001 Player of the Year trophy from his days at Houston Madison. So I have one more question for you. Sure. 
Well, first of all, I want to com- I, I want to plug one more thing of yours, which is your Instagram is a one. Thanks, it's man. Very, it's an excellent Instagram. Oh, well, thank you. I've only ever said that about one other Rylarian, uh, and it was it was it was Whiteman. Oh, she has a fun one. Her Instagram stories are hilarious. Whiteman's when she goes at it, you, she's great. You you're a close second. I mean, Whiteman's, I'll take it. Whiteman's kind of the queen of Instagram. She is queen, and, and she's also kind of queen of Twitter. I would say yeah. she's yeah. tracking me yeah. up on she, there. She's yeah. got some like I I always see her tweets, and I just can't always like them. But like I like them. No, she's you know got some, I mean? she's got some heat. They're funny. She's got some heat on the on on Twitter. Okay, but your Twitch stream. Oh yeah, where you uh you God, what's the name of the name of your show? Is, didn't come here to make friends or something? Or? No. <laughs> That's another one. That's another uh, one. No, it's called Y-Twag. You thought this was a game? You thought this was a game. <laughs> yes. You thought this was a game. Where you run back old Survivor episodes. Yeah. And comment on them. I have spent an embarrassing amount of time watching you watch Survivor. <laughs> we, I would see you in the comments every now and then. It yeah. meant a lot to see you show up on I there, think, man. Well, look, man. It's... it's it's. Whose idea was... That, that was... You know, I... I was the one that got Mark into Survivor, mm-hmm. and so we just started like talking. Mark was my old roommate in Los Angeles, and we just would watch Survivor and just have these amazing philosophical discussions, as one does when you watch Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I was just like, man, you know, we really should just like consider doing a live stream of this because we're going to watch Survivor anyways, and just have these great discussions, and like let's share that with some other people. So it was it was a it was a joint idea. Well. It's excellent. I would Thanks. I would recommend that to, uh, to to anybody. Does anybody else have any questions for John Warder? I have one. Oh, okay. What's the story behind your? Uh, I'll call it for lack of a, an understanding, your digital signature, like that you put on all your videos at the very end. Wow, well, uh, the 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 Warder, the um... I guess two parter, the Warder and the audio. Isn't there like a oh. an audio with it? Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the, yeah, the little signature, a film by water, I actually made that signature when I was unemployed, when I got laid off from funnier or die. Cause I was just like really, you know, I was depressed. And so I was, I was like, I need to make something. And so I made like this bike video where I biked from my house to Venice beach. And then I wanted to make a little logo. So I just drew water in an interesting graffiti like way. And yeah, the, so I liked it, and I've just kept it in all in all my stuff. And then the bah is, <laughs> which I it's bah. And I put it at the end of all my videos, and that was just like a blooper that I did uh, in my New York one of my New York vlogs. At the very end, I like was like stumbling over my words, and I just said bleh. and I thought it was funny, and made fun of myself, and now I do it every video. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the master of bleh. It's John Warner, yay! Yeah, thank you so much. Now pretend there's a commercial here. Okay. Okay, we're back. John Warder, Tyler Crystal joining me and Josie S here on the Rylacast, and it's my job to bring this thing home. Leave, give us put a, a little bow on it. Something to leave you with. Okay. So we were talking about creativity, right? Let's talk about what stifles creativity. Let's talk about Ooh. creativity killers. Okay. Mm. Because I think I think there's there's a number of things that you could you could do, which is like I think obvious ones. Like don't like if you don't listen, that's going to really stifle creativity, right? If you are if you are playing it safe, right, and you're saying you're saying oh, I'm not going to go out on that limb, that's going to stifle the creativity. But the num- when I was thinking about this, the number one thing that I think kills creativity is micromanaging. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Has you if you've ever been micromanaged, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Which is if you are working on a project 
all you're doing, like, like you will. I, I feel like your room or like ideas fill up whatever the the size of the room is. It's like it's like a little gaseous. You know what I mean? Uh, ideas are gaseous, and if you constrict that, then all that's going to do is limit the amount of ideas and limit the amount of creativity. And the best way to constrict it is by going up and saying, "Hey, so uh, what you working on there?" Oh, I don't know if I like that. I don't know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I like w- with my gig, we work in, in, in a relatively creative space. We try to keep things pretty free and easy. And my, as as I've kind of grown up into a grown into a leadership role, the number one thing I've tried to remember is to just like let people go, and then at the end of it, now we can corral it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel like w- with creativity, once you constrict it. Once you kind of tighten it, tighten the kind of the stranglehold, you can't untighten it. You know, you can't be like, no, 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 be creative, be creative, no, 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 be creative. It's a lot easier. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot easier to just like have way too many ideas and be like, all right, we got all these ideas, yeah. let's sift through these, as opposed to, oh no, we need these one or two. Like, let's limit this to one or two ideas. I feel like micromanaging is it was the first thing I thought of as far as the opposite of creativity. You got to be a free range chicken. You got to be a free range chicken. Get rid of those cages. Get rid of them. Because guess what? Chickens still come home at the end of the day. they got to go to their little coop because they're blind at night. <laughs> is so, that true? That's actually true. My aunt and uncle have a farm. I feel like... But the other thing I'll say to that, too, is mm. don't... Uh, you know, micromanaging your right from somebody else, but also micromanaging yourself. Mm. Being Trying to be perfect. You know, perfection yes. is a way to kill creativity. Sure. Because if you're doing... If you're saying, no, I've, I've got to make sure I get this right. I've got to make sure yeah. I get this right. Like, when you're doing a video, how many of the best videos and the best takes you've done are when you felt like you messed up something at the beginning and be like, I'm just going to finish out the take and see So many of them. Right? So many of them. That's what ends up being the best stuff. And that's why yeah. these podcasts... that. 100 percent true we just turn on the recorder and we just we go and it's like like i i think i've made the joke that i'll edit something out and i've never edited anything out of this podcast <laughs> well because it's re- that's real you know yeah. like and i think i think that that's that's where the magic happens is whenever you don't restrain yourself and that's where those fun ideas and jokes come into play so there you go yeah. that's something to leave you with well, thank and you, that Greg. is our creativity episode with john warder thank you so much for having me uh Tyler, thanks for being our third host. Do you have anything uh, anything you'd like to, to say to the people? Your podcast is coming up next. Not to spoil it for a couple of weeks Spoiler whenever yours alert. comes up. But. Uh, that was a really creative podcast. I was happy to be a part of it. Uh, John, you're an awesome guest. Great interview. Oh, <laughs> they are fist bumping right now. Wow. Wow. What that's a moment. Brother over there. A that's, moment. What a moment we got to that's witness. My RDC brother. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Rylacast. Uh, please uh, rate, subscribe, and tell your friends to listen to it. And here with a creative way to creative way to uh, an antiquated way to uh, tell people how to uh, subscribe to the podcast is Josie. Yes. Uh, well, go ahead and take your bicycle mm-hmm. and ride around um, and leave little, like, uh, do you remember Triscuits? Yeah. Yeah. Triscuits are great. They are great. I haven't had them in a long I say remember, like, they're on the store shelves. But go ahead and, and write, like, one letter per Triscuit telling mm. people. Spell out Rylacast. Spell out Rylacast. Mm. Thank you. That's a very creative way of Triscuits. Triscuits are great. Thank you. Let's go get some Triscuits. Josie, thanks for your courage. Thanks, Greg. See you next time on the Rylacast. <laughs>